0: John Row. The topic of the podcast. We The podcast together and
1: honestly I'm
0: excited.
1: G'day Dorks and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons and video games. I'm your host Philip. And the dork joining me tonight is the only man whose naked body is all through my camera roll. It's j Rowe, friend of the show. <laughs> I
0: thought you deleted those.
1: <laughs> As fucking if, mate. That's blackmail for blackmail for when you run for fucking prime minister or some shit.
0: <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're going to get much use
1: out of them then. No, no, but they're you know oh, they're, they're for they're for lonely Sunday nights. You know what I mean. <laughs> How you been, brother, it's been a minute.
0: It's been so long, Phil. I haven't been, I haven't I, been, I haven't been on the microphone for a while.
1: Uh, even 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 me, I feel like we haven't been had a regular podcast schedule for ages cuz you know, life. I know work, f- yeah, fucking just life. Um but let's fucking get straight into it with a thread that I've been meaning to um finish off, like a thread I've been meaning to tie up for a while now, the KFC story. So a few episodes ago now, I went through a a a a little bit of a phase with uh, with my local KFC uh, being shut, Um, and I need we need to wrap that story up. So it's time for (laughs) honestly one of my favorite segments, uh, which is, um, can I take your order? Can I take your order, please? Last last we left off, I was just planning my big meal back. Um, it was all it was all going smoothly, and the day <laughs> finally arrived, mate. The day finally arrived. I heard that KFC reopened. It happened to reopen on one of my days off. Um, I was at the beach when I when I got the news that it reopened because I hadn't heard anything about it. No one told me. I was I was keeping updated. You know, I was making sure I was refreshing the app. No one told me, and then. All of a sudden, I just uh, flicked open Facebook for for five seconds when I was at the beach, and I saw a post being like, "Oh, KFC Kempsey's back open," and I was like, "Oh, oh fuck me!" <laughs> left, so
0: left the I, kids at the beach and straight
1: out. Oh, I we I fucking <laughs> we packed up the car. Actually, no, I think I th- I think I even bribed uh, my wife into taking the kids over to the in-laws for a bit, just so I could have just so I could have some daddy time. And I drove <laughs> I, I dro- <laughs> drove down to. Uh, I drove down to Kempsey, and I, and I lined up, and there was a fuck-off big line, dude. Man, there were so many people there. Is this, like, hours um, after they posted, or...? Yeah, it was... So, I, I saw the post at around 9.30 in the morning that they were reopening that day. Um, and then I reckon by the time I saw the post to driving there, I w- it was about 11. And so was it was a massive line. Massive line. Like, I'm talking... A drive-through that was like maybe twenty-five cars deep, Holy like it was, shit. it was packed, so and you, like you're not the only thirsty it
0: was, boy for a bit of the dirt oh dirt. no
1: way the 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 whole the whole town was stinging for their fee, <laughs> for their fix of the Colonel. Hey, anyway, so yeah, a line up, and man, I had so much time in the line, which was good because I was just sitting there revising my order. I reckon. In the line alone, I changed my order like three times. I really did. Because I, I was just revising. I was just going through one, 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 one. Flicking through, whoa, through whoa, your whoa, notebook, like, oh my God, yeah, what do I pick? I put a cork board in the car and I was just pinning <laughs> different photos and tying red string to it like a fucking psycho. Anyway, finally, after what felt like an eternity of waiting in line, it finally, I finally got to the order box. And, the, you know, I, I put my order in. It. My, my order ended up being uh, 30 Wicked Wings. A family burger box, a family burger box with three uh, zinger burgers and one zinger stacker, the zinger pizza double, which um, which was available at the time, the zinger pizza double, and two large popcorn chickens. (laughs) That's enough KFC
0: to last at least three meals.
1: I can tell you exactly how much KFC that is to last. That's enough KFC to last exactly about two and a half hours, because that's how long it took <laughs> me. I was in—I was initially planning on breaking it up over a few days, but here's what happened. So I get all the KFC right. I, this, the, all the bags are coming through the, the car window, and I'm putting them on the passenger seat. And then I, I had a thirty-minute drive back home, and then I had about an hour, I reckon, before before the family before the family got home. So I had a fair bit of time up my sleeve. You know, I was like. Okay, I can I can do this. And then so I started I started driving home and I was like, Right, I'm driving home, I've got to pick the right food. Like I'm not eating wicked wings while I'm driving, that's crazy. I don't want to eat a burger while I'm driving, that's crazy. Was it's like all be right popcorn chicken right. Knock over the popcorn chicken, knock over the chips, done. So popcorn chicken and chips gone in the drive. That was fine. Yeah, I'm I'm big on
0: getting rid of the chips first. You've you've gotta do it if you can't eat everything then and there because chips are just bad in general yeah. if they go cold. You can put them in the oh, oven again, 100%. but it,
1: they're not the same. No. And look, I think because it was such a long time between drinks when it comes to KFC, the chips, I reckon, were the biggest surprise for me going back to it. Because I look, honestly think it's the longest break I've had from KFC for a long time. Yeah, I'd put money like, on so, <laughs> like I'd say maybe five, six years potentially. Like a long time. Yeah. Um, the chips were the biggest shock. I, I forgot just how good KFC chips it's are like fucking, it's crack salt it's it's unimaginable like the difference between macca's fries and KFC chips is like it's enormous it's the biggest gap ever it's 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 ridiculous but anyway yeah it's I only um, close for me no i i smash i smash the chips i smash the popcorn and that that satiates me until i get home i actually think i might have nibbled on a wicked wing bit closer to home in the car but you know it's not safe to do that while driving <laughs> um i get home i get home and i've got an hour before the before the family gets home and i'm like right it's it's time to put on work like i i fucking sat down and i got down to work i had like 30 wicked wings i had to get through them and you know what credit where credit so wings
0: next not burgers
1: i went wicked wings next not burgers my my thinking is a kfc burger is better reheated than a kfc wicked wing my whole goal Ooh. here was to get rid of everything that was bad to reheat first. And I think because, yeah, KFC burgers, there's no salad on them that's going to go bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I, I find that every
0: bit of chicken that you get out of KFC, if you chuck it back in the oven for 15 minutes, is, if not, like, is just as good as brand new,
1: in my opinion. Uh, yeah, uh, I Have don't you know, ever man. Done it? There's something about a fresh... that oh, I don't think I have done it. I don't think I've ever reheated anything in the oven. It's got to be in the oven.
0: In the microwave, it's like, eh, whatever. Um, I mean, that's the easy thing to do, but, man, 15 minutes in the oven. Because, like, the batter holds so much oil already, so yeah. it, it, it just recooks it.
1: Credit where credit's due. I don't know, like, um, for my local KFC store, they fucking did not skimp on the Wicked Wings. Now... I don't know about you, but have you ever got, like, a like a couple Wicked Wings and you notice they are all been the tiny little wingettes, like the tiniest, tiniest Wicked Wings? It's, it's a, well,
0: I got it yesterday. Um, I don't know why. We were just on a vibe. They brought back the $10 Wicked Wing bucket, like 10, 10, mm. 10 for 10. Mate, mm. they were tiny Wicked Wings.
1: And it's, it's shit. It, the batter-to-meat ratio is all fucked in the tiny ones. Yep. Um, but all... All 30 of these Wicked Wings were fucking massive. Fuck yes. Huge. So, yeah, I, I polished off these Wicked Wings. And by the time I finished it, I was feeling good, man. I was feeling good. And I still had like 15, 20 minutes before the family was due home. So, I was like, all right, yeah, let's get into this. Pizza double, <laughs> done. Now, the KFC Zinger Pizza Double let's is talk. fucked. It's fucked. Fuck I, the worst thing, the worst thing I think I've ever got from KFC, I like the um, popcorn chicken slab is the only other um, KFC item that has made me feel that ill. Now, the I slab? know what you're thinking. You know how I feel slab. Like the slab. Did you like the slab? I love the slab. I hate the whole oh, thing. Oh, dude, that thing made me feel like, oh, it's set like concrete in my stomach. Oh, but on paper, it's everything you want. It's dinner rolls. I know. It's dinner rolls and popcorn chicken. But no, it just set shocked. like a... F- it set like <laughs> concrete. But yeah, the the Zinger pizza double made me heinously ill. Now look, I know what you're thinking. I ate... Just before I ate <laughs> That's that... That's what I made I ate, you heinously yeah, ill? I, Get the I, I, I ate 30 Wicked it? Wings. And <laughs> <laughs> I played the pizza double. So that knocked me out for about an hour. Trust me, I, I went I back could, there two
0: days later, got the same thing. No
1: pizza double, no problems. <laughs> 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 oh fuck um but yeah that that knocked me out for a little bit and uh, i couldn't eat for for an hour or two i was just i was i was that was so yuck um but then dinner time rolled around and i uh yeah you know it was like late afternoon it was like four o'clock by then and then i was i was feeling good so i just i got i got through the rest of it put all the burgers in the microwave got them heated up and then just yeah four uh, three zinger burgers and a zinger snacker done dusted 15 minutes so all gone
0: I, I mean i believe you you might have told me that you were going to buy those burgers for the family so nah. <laughs> you, you, you dusted all of them
1: no way oh yeah.
0: wow. i can i i'd find it hard to do four burgers in one sitting i would
1: i would have gone a burger early probably the stacker early and then the other three yeah ones. look i think I think in retrospect, it was it was too much KFC. Like it was it, it <laughs> and it, it knocked me out for a few. I think after that, I had to take like a week. I didn't eat it for like another week and a half just because I was a bit like yuck. But but Probably look, it was choice. <laughs> it was everything I was craving for the month and a half. My my local store was closed, so it, it was fantastic. But I think the thing that has shocked me the mm. most about this whole thing, and we. Excuse me. I briefly spoke about this with uh, a friend of ours. Um, shit nipples flash. Uh, <laughs> shit nipples. <he laughs> shit nipples. <laughs> he um he he put it he put it so he he put it so he put it so well when when we were talking about this. But the the difference between the level of spice going in and the level of spice going out of KFC is is <laughs> astronomical. I. I was shocked at what it did to my body. I, I honestly was like, what did I eat? The next day when I started passing all that stuff, I was like, what did I eat yesterday? Why why is my asshole on fire? And that single KFC incident led to... <laughs> I don't know if it was the KFC or if it was just a combination of my awful diet, but from then... <laughs> So the day after I had the KFC, I had some of the worst shits I've ever had. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not talking, surprised at all, man. I... I'm talking some of the fieriest bowel movements I've ever had. I had <laughs> anal bleeding, like my <laughs> asshole just fucking bled. And then like a week after that, I got hemorrhoids. Like I just, it <laughs> fucked me. It fucked me. This is a good
0: time to segue into our Rogaine ad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But like, I just, Rogan I, I for couldn't,
0: KFC binges.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, I can't believe like it, it felt like a completely different spice coming out of my asshole. It was that hot. Have what? you ever experienced something like that?
0: Well, like, I don't know if you know, like I am a big chili eater. Mm. Like I've got some of the hottest sauces you can buy. I can, I just eat chilies raw if I need to. I love them raw in salad. Love them on top of sandwiches. KFC doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, some some if I eat too much KFC, I find I just get a bit of reflux. If anything, um, but like I definitely know what a, a a chili poop feels like. I'm quite familiar with those because I do eat some pretty intense chili.
1: But like I use, I use, and it's the same hot sauce that you left at my house that I've been using ever since then, the weak. Carolina Reaper hot sauce. And it is pretty weak, <laughs> but like I, I've eaten large, like large amounts of that hot sauce and it's never fucked me up this much. Maybe it was quantity, but yeah, like well, my...
0: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure quantity's got something to do with that food you I ate. mean, sure,
1: but... <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. It, sure I'm not a betting man, but <laughs> here's my mortgage. Yeah, fuck. But yeah, man, it was it was a good it was a good first experience back. I uh, I um, I mean, since then I've been back a fucking fuck ton. But
0: yeah, I mean, hearing you would go back a week and a half later after. I mean, because I had pretty uh, VIP access to what you were going through after that meal. I oh, yeah. I'm surprised to hear oh. you went back so quickly. To be honest, it's it's like um, uh, what's it was the Stockholm syndrome where you, they go back to their repuser. oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, I, uh yeah. Cave, so. <laughs> I have
1: an abusive relationship with the colonel. That is fucking for sure.
0: <laughs> well, have you um? Well, to pivot away from your unholy experience, have you seen the new Zinger Crunch range? Came out yesterday. Not available no. everywhere, and not available for too long. This is a, This literally, they posted on Instagram. They said, at the end of the post, they say. Not available everywhere. Not available for long. (laughs) Sods.
1: Wow, I'm literally just chucking my KFC up right now just to see what's what's up. Uh, Speaking of chicken burgers, though, um, in the last time since we recorded, Hungry Jacks came out with a fried chicken burger. Yes, I
0: haven't
1: had it. Is it good? No, it's fucking terrible. (laughs) It's fucking so shit. They advertise it being thick and crunchy, and mine was like like the thickness of a fifty cent piece, and it was just. All fucking breading. It was f- and so oily. I've never had a chicken burger that oily before. Maybe it was just the bad one I got, but yeah. HJ's man, Hungry Jacks is so hit and miss for me. Like it really is.
0: I'm, oh, like unless I want the d- ultimate double whopper with bacon, I won't order anything else. I refuse to eat their chicken nuggets. I refuse, and I really don't like their chips.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I just I just loaded up the. I just loaded up the KFC app. So the Zinger Crunch Burger.
0: Yep, there's a whole there's Zinger a whole. Crunch Burger. And they're doing they're doing uh, salad bowls now. Can you believe it? You can get a salad bowl with uh, chicken the chicken chopped up on top of it.
1: So it's a it's a normal Zinger Burger
0: with coleslaw, but with
1: cheese, corn chips, crunchy coleslaw, and jalapeno mayo.
0: Fucking amazing.
1: As someone who is missing quite a few teeth in the back of his mouth, i don't ever eat corn chips because if you ever get a corn chip into like exposed gum, it's like fucking chewing yeah, on an yeah. arrowhead. It fucking hurts. <laughs> the worst of them, I will like not they be getting get that. between the gum and the tooth and oh. they, they get in between it like literally drive themselves in there um i don't think I've had like doritos in like six to seven years Because like, oh. i every time I eat one it's like a sharp fucking Arrowhead through my gum you know, I that, just can't you know, like
0: do it Like a little uh, hamster Just at the front of the teeth I'm telling you That fucking burger Is one of the best things That KFC's ever made
1: Oh yeah They do the Crunchy jalapeno slaw That looks Fucked It's so good Crunchy just get tender get without the corn
0: chips Brother Do yeah. Do yourself a favour Get it without the corn chips I know you don't like cheese on the Zinger burgers either. I, I didn't KFC mind it. cheese is fun. I did not mind it on this burger. But yeah, get it, get it without the cheese as well. Just try it with that sauce and the coleslaw. The coleslaw is legit. And that's a yeah. shock to say. That is actually very surprising. It's not KFC. For anyone listening, it's not KFC coleslaw. It's crunchy coleslaw that has pieces, like literal chunks that... Okay. Right, this
1: this is a very big point of contention between me and you. How thick is the cabbage cut on the coleslaw? Cuz this hey, is Phil, this is something that me and you Phil. have argued about for so fucking long. We argue
0: yes, over one incident. Uh, you know, where I, you know had what's funny? That, I had to defend that myself. That I had to defend myself. That incident. But I don't Do you remember when, when that like incident that took <laughs>
1: place? Do you remember when that incident took place? Yeah, it was, it was literally recording. Airbnb. Which was recording the first ever episodes of Dorktown? No, that it was, it was too. too. Holy yeah. shit! I don't what, know. What, throw back to the episode one guys. Did we talk for, about that on
0: episode
1: one? Uh, no, we didn't. We we literally were we like, we're not going to talk about food on an anime podcast. That's and crazy. Look at, look now we do it every
0: single time.
1: <laughs> every I'm fucking. Just to be um, <laughs> but for um for listeners, the argument was John. Had cut up coleslaw. And when I say it was thick, I mean it was like fucking Look. Instagram influencer thick. It was <laughs> fucking the <laughs> thickest thing I've ever seen. Like, like, like four to five cent, no, bigger than that, like 10 centimeter thick bits oh, of cabbage. Like Pre COVID
0: Adele thick.
1: <laughs> it was fucked, man. And like, you did this in front of me, a qualified chef. Jason, a qualified chef, and then you tried to argue with us that that's how oh, coleslaw is done.
0: I, I love how I love how the qualified chef, as if like that's what man, be artistic and creative with your food, Phil.
1: <laughs> no, it's being fucking shit with your food. Right. <laughs> it's fucking...
0: Qualified chef, just this is that's this like is, cooking. That wouldn't. That's be the equivalent of, in of cooking. An or a or a aged <laughs> home care Fuck. kitchen, not at all. But it would at the like... ca- cafe in Sydney. <laughs> you'd pay twice as much for
1: calling calling what you called coleslaw a being creative with food is like serving medium rare chicken and being like it's artistic it's creative it's, <laughs> it's fucked is what it is and don't fu- don't come to me with that weak ass my, shit my, my thick and crunchy
0: uh, my thick and chunky slaw at least won't give you salmonella <laughs> I, you know what I've copped so much shit about that you should see how well I can fucking cut a cabbage now
1: Right. Good. I do, you fucking should. I do
0: fucking angel hair cabbage now. Oh my God. It's
1: how it should be. It's how it should be. You know what? And anyway. every now and
0: again, I just cut it into triangles just to fucking be like, yeah, fuck you, Phil. Oh, well, you anyway. can't. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cut.
1: <can't. laughs> okay. It, we've been going for 20 minutes and we have yet to talk about anything that's not food. <laughs> that's insane. Okay. On to the next one. On to the next one. A little bit of what's been getting it. Now, I mentioned on the last episode, um, maybe it was the last episode or was the episode I was on of Loser Cartoon Podcast. I can't remember because I was very drunk when I recorded both those episodes. Um, that I was waiting on a delivery for some Hellboy comics and the first volume of the Chainsaw Man manga. And I received that early last week. Now, I've read the Chainsaw Man manga before. I haven't read it all. I think I'm... I think I'm like three quarters of the way through. Oh, you haven't finished um, it. I haven't finished it. Oh, no. I was um,
0: throw
1: spoilers at you then. God. No. I, 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 the anime's out so soon. I, I, I'm fucking chomping Finish at the bit to talk about manga. it. I'm chomping at the bit to talk about it. But I got my first uh, issue of the first volume of the um, Chainsaw Man manga. Now I've read this before before I got the hard copy, and I read it again when I got the hard copy, and I've always been. I've always kind of – I think I fall the same way that you fall when it comes to reading manga, where it doesn't matter if I read it digitally or in a hard copy. I like, the enjoyment level is usually about the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, like, I've read the hard copies of, of you know, the other uh, manga titles I collect, like The Promised Neverland, Demon Slayer. Oh, God, what else have I got?
0: Titles, well.
1: What else have I got there? Um, Demon Slayer, Promised Neverland. Oh, Attack on Titan and Death Note. Like, I've read all those. Uh, and, like, the hard copies are just as good as the digital. Like, uh, there's no one. But for some reason, and I don't know what it is, the Chainsaw Man hard copy manga is one of the greatest things I've ever read. The, the like, the inking, uh, the, the panel layout on the pages, the inking, the... I don't know, the pace that the book moves at when you're flipping page to page, everything about it is so great. And as soon as I finished the first volume, I ordered the next couple of volumes and then I just read it again for fun just because I wanted to experience it again. I York, I'll see you this week and I'm giving you this. I'll I'll, I'll let you borrow this uh, because you'll read this in like 30 minutes. It's it's so quick. Yeah, I've I've read the whole thing though. But no, you need to experience holding it in the hardcover. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. can't explain it. There's there's something about the way it's inked and panelled when it comes to hardcovers, like this hardcover that is is unlike anything. Now, I, I don't want to do too many spoilers about Chainsaw Man because the anime is out so soon, and um, I want to get into it. Yeah, there. Well, let's do. We're going to make sure we do an episode
0: on it. Oh, don't leave me out. Multiple our, because our, multiple. Like said, There's something there's something special about Chainsaw Man. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was it could have been just by itself the greatest story ever. There was something it just—it was a culmination of the pacing, the characters, kind of literally how unique it is, and like we say that about a lot of things, but like everything about this is just so is just slightly left center of anything else mm. that's come out, and it definitely has its own flavor that is is original to somewhat. Like you'll be you'll see it and you'll be like, oh, that kind of reminds me of this, but it's like. No, but they're doing their own thing completely um, and you just consume it and consume it and consume it and it does have a fantastically, not too fast, but not slow at all pace to it.
1: Yeah, and something that I've also, I find so uniquely charming and engaging about Chainsaw Man is that it's it's such a good example of how effective world building and great characters is all you need for an engaging story. It's all you need. The world building and the characters are so on point that when the great plot kicks off and all, you know, the great story beats and the great, you know, um, set pieces and everything kick off, it's just the icing on the cake. There's, it's it's almost flawless. Like, and that's crazy to say, but I think it's almost flawless.
0: I can't think of anything. It's definitely its own thing. Um, and,
1: like, it's just good to have another horror kind of anime manga to... to I I love... I yeah. really do love that that horror genre of anime and manga that we've been getting of late. Like, um the first season of Promised Neverland. It's fucking it's fantastic. The manga of Promised Neverland. Oh, my God. R- after reading all this manga about Promised Neverland and then remembering what the season two of the anime is like, I, I was more angry now than I was when I recorded the episode about it. Like, it's... <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know, um,
0: so it's let's just cut back to that real quick. It is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's never. It's, it's the only one we've ever had where
1: I would do not watch the fucking anime. Do not. What, no, watch the watch the first season. Yeah, the yeah. first season's amazing. The first season is and by the book is. Oh yeah, uh, <clears> first <throat> season in itself is is is, is such an engaging storyline. And if they ended it there, spectacular! I don't want to rehash all this stuff, but yeah, it's it feels like a joke. It feels like an actual practical joke that someone is playing on the world when it comes to Promise Neverland season two. Yeah, someone. It feels like someone's. Oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, the Chainsaw Man manga. I'm I'm gonna collect more of the volumes and I'm gonna keep reading it. And I uh, I think I'm gonna wait to finish it when I've got the hard copies in my hand, just because of how much I'm enjoying it. Um. I'm, I'll, I'm finish I'll finish it. Finish it. Finish I'll it. finish it before you, then. I'll finish it before. You're
0: already going to reread
1: it. You know you're going to reread. Of course it. I'm going to reread it. I'm going to reread it a a million times. Uh, also the um the other the other uh comic book I was waiting on was uh the Hellboy Omnibus Volume One. Yes, the uh Mike Mignola.
0: Out of the blue, I didn't, I didn't know you were interested in that, but I heard. I really like Hellboy. Than the movie.
1: Yeah, I d- I'm not. I'm, I, <clears> I like I like the movies. I, I like um I like uh Toro. Uh, as much as the next person. Um, but the Hellboy comic books are one of the first um, comic books I ever, I ever uh, read. Oh. I, the, the Mike Mignola ones were yeah, were some of the first I ever read, and the Seeds of Destruction, this, the first volume of the first Omnibus, it, it's fantastic. It, it, I love Mike Mignola, uh, the way he writes and the way he portrays Hellboy. Hellboy is so much better in the comic books than he comes across in the movies. Yeah. and just the the dialogue page to page with with hellboy and whoever he's talking to is always so good. It it's so good. So yes, I w- will be getting all the hellboy um that uh and chainsaw man are my next two big purchases that I want to collect all of uh, now that I've got most of Promised Neverland and most of Demon Slayer and all that jazz.
0: Yeah. Who played the who played the original Hellboy? Was it Ron Perlman?
1: I think it was Ron Perlman because um to the new one no, no, uh, the new one is the guy from Stranger Things. Um,
0: oh, yeah, okay. Um, oh, God. Blanking. Right
1: well. no. <laughs> um, blanking. Blanking so hard. Uh, yeah. New Hellboy. Just quick Google because it's fucking bothering me. He, um, the, yeah, the
0: guy you're trying to find out, no, he, he was in the Netflix movie with Chris Hemsworth as well where they have to protect the abducted child. Yeah. David Harbour. David Harbour. I had
1: to forget that. Yeah. His, have
0: you seen his um, Hot Ones interview?
1: No, I felt I haven't watched Hot Ones in ages. Oh, it's because... better than it's ever been before, brother. Okay, I'll have to get back into it's, it. It's
0: um, it's one of our must-watch. Like it's something we we sit down and religiously watch when a new episode comes out. Obviously I'm a hot fan, hot like hot sauce freak, but
1: Yeah. <clears throat> No, hot, hot, hot ones is good. I should get back onto that. He, he, that's a I've good uh, one.
0: That, with Ron, with um, him on there is fantastic.
1: Mm, there's so much, so much good stuff coming out at the moment, and like a little sizzler for the, the next episode. I today, the day of recording, I just finished watching um, Inside Job, which we'll talk about next week, um, and I'm I'm gonna watch it again before then because I. So good. Man, watch Inside Job, and we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil next week's episode. But yeah, watch Watch Inside Job. It's worth it. Uh, do we want to move on to, to the fucking main meat of the episode? Thirty minutes in. Yeah, let's
0: do it. I just want to. Did you also know that um, Chainsaw Man is only up to the end of season one, or did you think it was going to be finished completely? What do you mean? Sorry. Like um, I thought, it was completed. But apparently, that's just the first arc in the main story.
1: Cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was completed. No, that's sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I'll take more of that for sure. Correct. I mean, I've I showed you I showed you the trailer for the anime, and I'll post I'll post the trailer on our on our Instagram account as well. But it looks, man, it looks fantastic. It, like honestly.
0: Yeah. I, I only started reading the manga once you showed me the trailer, and oh, it's then so I finished the manga.
1: Four days later, five days later, destroyed it. It's it's so good. Uh, We should move on to the main topic for today. We are, of course, talking about Seven Deadly Sins, Season 5, Dragon's Judgment. Uh, I do have a little intro, so let's go. This is a tale of ancient times,
0: an era before the human and non-human worlds were forever divided. A
1: second holy war. In the battle over the fate of Britannia, not even the gods could determine what was to come. Even so, the conflict rages on. There are those who fight to destroy the evil rule and protect the future of those they hold dear. These warriors are known as the chosen heroes. They are the Seven Deadly Sins. Cool. The Seven Deadly Sins, brother. Um, so, mm-hmm. the final season, Dragon's Judgment. Now, me and you wrapped up the manga ages ago. I remember finishing the manga so long ago. And yeah. uh, to the point where I wasn't even that excited for the anime, this season of the anime, to come out. I know the last season, I, I didn't enjoy that much. Uh, like, I enjoyed the manga. I didn't enjoy the anime that much. Um, you know, and they've, the anime even got slammed for, for season three being really bad, like, with animation yeah. quality. Yeah, sure. Um that being said, this season overall pretty fucking good.
0: I Pretty fucking good. I really enjoyed it. I ended up watching every episode. I was supposed to be I was watching at 1.5. Um that's fine. Just so I had a comparison, but mm. and I was supposed to skip through, but I ended up watching the majority of the entire season. Um <clears throat> I'd say I would have watched I think 85% I- of the whole season on 1.5. Mm.
1: I think a lot of that is to do with how engaging the first <coughs> half of this season is. I mean, just story wise, I knew it was going to be engaging just because we get you know Purgatory with Barnum Eliottis, which yeah. was one of my favorite arcs in the whole series. Uh, then we get the uh, the Myel reveal um, and the Gotha reveal and all that stuff, which is which is huge. Which yes. is, is kind of sh- shatters the whole universe of Seven Deadly Sins. And then, of course, we move into the big final arc with 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 um, the death of Escaflowne, uh, the the slaying of the Demon King, all that all that fucking nonsense. Um, so, like, there's a lot of story and a lot of great, engaging uh, plot lines. But as well, it's 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 fucking good. Like, well, like, greatly animated. Like, it yeah, really the animation is. Was really good,
0: <laughs> especially moves like. Esquinor's with the sun, um, yeah.
1: Es Esquinor f- is fucking great, and like King, like okay, King's was fucking was just about to say next the level. fold
0: was probably overall one of the best, um, other than the def- defensive, uh, the Garden Shield, whatever it was called. Um, but that's how they drew it in the yeah. In the manga, it's, basically,
1: it, was pretty, it always looks wonky, wonky. Pretty,
0: I always always found it weird that like they didn't even have. It was just like a kind of what's what's um a roblex or those can mech a connect. Yes. The Magnus And it just looks like that kind of. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit funny, but i tell you what, those like true sun, um, oh, dark nebula. How good was that? Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we spend a lot of time with Zeldra's and I think that's where we should probably kick off this whole conversation with because I reading the manga, I was pretty engaged with the Zeldra storyline. Yes. I really liked his, his, re- turnaround i really like the background of his of his kind of 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 the what set him on his path you know to want to be the demon king and all that and i really enjoyed all that stuff in the in the manga when i read it you know with his with his his vampire <coughs> misos and all that stuff I, I really enjoyed it um but when it came to the anima i don't know whether it was the english voice actor i even swapped to japanese to see if it was the, the like if it was just that but uh, I fucking hated Zeldris in this. I really did. I found him so grating. Yeah. Um, and probably the only negative point I have about this whole series. Oh, and maybe some Hawk stuff later on. But I fucking always hate Hawk. Um, <laughs> you leave Hawk alone. Ah, uh, fucking King of Scraps Disposals can suck my cock. Um. Uh yeah. I, I don't know. I I really didn't like Zeldris in this. I I I really didn't like him. Is
0: does it, is it just my imagination, or does Zeldrus and Melio just have the same English voice actor?
1: I'll check it right now. I will check that right the now. Whole, the
0: whole time I was thinking that it was just the same voice actor. Um, I Understand you want them to be family, but it was it was kind of a bit off putting um, <clears throat> because they already look so similar. They're already they're basically yeah. twins um, that have different hair. Yeah, because they they're draw they're like their stature of their body is pretty much exactly the same. Uh, but I I probably agree that I enjoyed it more in the manga when he's going through his kind of trials and tribulation of the heart. Uh, it came when um, she gets when Gilda gets kind of revived and resurrected towards the end of the season. She the way she talks to him was a little bit more off putting than how it came off in the manga. Um, and he definitely just seemed like a bit of a pushover. Um But I did kinda like I I liked Chandler and uh what was Ch- what was the other guy's name? Chandler and
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. The the two the two demons that uh bloody fucking trained.
0: Oh the my mentors, God! I can't, I can't remember. remember. Anyway, I I enjoyed his when they were with him was probably the best times uh, of Zeldas on the screen. To be honest, that first that first encounter between the three of them and Merlin, uh, Escanor, and uh, Lucin. Uh, who's the leader of the four archangels? Lucinia. Uh, Luc- yeah. Zelda, something Something like that.
1: Yeah, Meliodas and Zelda have the same voice actor.
0: That took you so long. (laughs) Yeah, man, that was.
1: Oh my god, the amount of googling I just did—that it took fucking so long. Okay, so Um, I was right.
0: Yeah. So anyway, back to the point that I was actually going to try to make there, and I kind of like threw myself off. That was. That was no, no, not your fault. I should have known. I should have googled (laughs) because it was pissing me off so much. That is that is why I didn't like Zeldris as much mm. as I you could have because there was something just it, it was just Meliodas with a deeper voice and a bit more angry it wasn't great voice acting if I'm going to be honest
1: yeah like it really wasn't and <clears throat> yeah I think it just makes the the whole character of Zelda seem kind of I don't know like cheap having the same voice actor now that I think about it like oh well, and- if
0: it's going to be that bad. He didn't yeah, no, he did nothing yeah, exactly. to give it any flavor. It was just like it was almost as if the voice actor just decided to talk normally.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, and 100%. it doesn't it doesn't
0: work like Seth Seth McFarlane on fucking Family Guy, does it? Because I don't know, it was just, yeah. it, just seemed, it just seemed cheap. It was such a successful Netflix anime. Why why not have <clears throat> a voice actor play Zeldris, who can just bring more life to the character on screen?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, for. Especially because Zeldris is, like, such a big story beat in this season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Between it's, it's the two huge.
0: Of like, the whole season revolves around duo bonds. Like, it's two characters and their bonds, really. Uh, Meliodas has yeah. a couple of bonds. But <clears throat> his, his bond with Meliodas is a definitely three quarters of the whole season. Uh, three quarters into of the season is, like, the main plot driver. And well, basically, seventy oh, yeah. percent of the episodes are about from maybe like 17 or oh, maybe like fourteen, through to eighteen, uh, even further actually, because he his body gets possessed. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a little bit, I, it was I, a bit I, jarring.
1: It, it 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 it's it's just disappointing uh, when it comes to that because I, as I said in the manga, I was really engaged with the Zelda storyline. Yep. I, I really enjoyed it. And then to see it, you know, portrayed on screen in, in such a, w- what I would consider poor fashion, just, it just kind of sucked a little bit. Um, I, I yeah, I, I, I want to talk more about what you were saying before when it comes to, I don't know if you were saying this, but, um, when it comes to the Archangels and how they kind of played into this and also the reveal of, of Myel. um, where do you rank that? Because honestly,
0: the the Escanor mail thing, when I read it, it, was just like, oh, this is, this is probably my favourite part of the entire story.
1: That yeah, that reveal for me is is yeah, my favourite yeah, part of the, the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's fantastic, and also it's so kind of flagged early on because you see. Meliodas and Zeldrus and their brothers and they look so alike. And then you see Esterosa and yes. he looks nothing like them. He nothing. looks nothing like them. And I, I never questioned it. I never questioned it. And I remember reading it. I, I still remember the day. It was a fucking, it was a hot day. I was at work. I was on my lunch break and I was smashing a salad Sambo. And I didn't finish the other half of my salad Sambo because I was so invested in reading the manga yeah i I just needed to finish I, I I remember that because it was such a good reveal and it shatters it shatters the whole seven deadly sins world and the episode where that happens and they're going through and each character is kind of reliving those memories and yeah, watching and all them all out. kind of twist around it it's it's fantastic. what a amazing reveal yeah
0: like one of the one of the best twists. In, yeah, I, in anime, I think it is manga history.
1: It it really is. It, it it's it's so well written, and it the payoff is so like the the commandments get what they return in season two. Yes, yeah, season two. Yeah, yeah. See, the released. start of season two is the revival of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's so why that, I wasn't that's even a because there was so
0: much going on mm. with those guys. They would kind of, they were the plot driver, especially Esterosa. Like Yeah. He was the one like the, fucking most of the shit up. He's the one that killed Meliodas. like Exactly the first time. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, the first time. Um like it, like a season like a, a reveal that was flagged in season two but doesn't pay off till season five is is fantastic. I love that shit. And it's not cheap too. That's not a cheap reveal. It's not like a like they pulled a switcheroo on us. So like it, it, it was clearly intentional from the, from the start to the finish. Yeah. Like this, this yep. was a reveal that they had built in from the and creation it,
0: of Gotha being the puppet.
1: Yeah, like, it's it's all there. It's so it's so neatly stitched into the storyline that when it reveals, it just it's a thread that you pull and the whole story seems to unravel around this. Like it's how they ended the first <laughs> Holy War. It's you know it's why Gotha exists. It's why it's why eskanor has his powers like it's yep. so intertwined with the storyline that when it's revealed it yeah I, I i've said it like four times already it shatters the se- the world of seven deadly sins it actually yep. does yep. in Pretty the, much the every best character way possible
0: has been affected by what like the uh, forged memory so mm. other than maybe diane
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean diane's fucking barely affected by anything also, yep. probably the weakest character in Seven Deadly Sins by the end of season five. Easily, not only, easily. Not only power level wise, but also just character wise. Yep. Like I'm happy her and King up end up together and have have babies and stuff like that. But also, I don't care.
0: She took a back, back seat. I feel. I feel after the reveal. After sorry, yeah, the reveal of, Knockboxinia, um, the other commander um, being the giant she like she had her time in Girl. season 4 and then not even season 3 really she had her time um and then i do well, feel yeah well like she they... loses
1: when does she lose her memories is that season 2 yeah uh,
0: i do uh, cuz i wasn't too invested in the anime there but it's it's like midway through the story where she has her big character arc and then she becomes the queen of the giants um a little bit after that and then, yeah, they kind of just—they kind of just leave her to do her thing as the Queen of Giants, and she's not she, like she was never too powerful, but she always seemed to just keep up a little bit, which was funny. Yeah. Like, King definitely has his arc after that, and definitely in this season, uh, he gets his like final transformation. But I feel like this this season was a lot more about Barn as well.
1: Yeah, I mean Barn gets... well Barnes the only one throughout the whole series who hadn't had like a glow up, if you know what I mean. Like he was his power level was always pretty strong because his his like ability of immortality was was it, it's it's ridiculously OP when you yeah, think about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, like like kicking off this season with the Purgatory arc, which I said before is my favourite arc throughout the whole series. And in the manga it goes for a lot longer than it does in the anime. Like the anime devotes what? Four I think they're out by episode four.
0: It's doesn't take long at all. Not at all. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a
1: little bit longer than that, but the the the, the <coughs> manga spends a, a fair bit more time in purgatory. Yeah. And look, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Wild in Purgatory. Like I, I kinda did. Like and I hate that I, I hate that I enjoyed Wild. Why? I think um, he's great. <laughs> like he is great. He is great. But like as as someone who fucking hates you know the Captain of Scraps Scraps Disposal as much as I do, yeah. Um, I, I thought I would hate him, so but yeah, he's just, he's just he's just yeah. great. He he just really <laughs> is great. And the in manga and in he, the anime, I like him in the anime. Yeah, surprisingly. And what did you think of how they handled Barnes? <clears throat> um, Power up in in the series. Well, they skip skip over it, don't they? Like like you said, it's so short the Purgatory arc. Like they skip
0: over the fact that they spent probably ages a thousand
1: years. It's longer than that. It's longer than that because a minute a minute is one
0: year, right? Yeah. So they would have spent thousands of years because he he was gone for well over well over a day.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So one sure.
0: Hour, one hour is 3600 years. So they they s- spent 100,000 years in there. They mm. just blew over it, no problem. Um so it seems very fast in the anime. It was a little bit more spread out in the manga, especially him discovering that he can uh, withstand the heart, the harder parts of um purgatory. Okay. The gifting thing. And it do- it does make sense like
1: The way they explain in in the series how his power up kind of works. So, for if 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 you haven't if you if you're not aware, um, purgatory is like the air's toxic. The like it's hot. He's burning. So any normal person, their flesh would burn off. Their lungs would fill with poison. Collapse. You know, their everything. Every part of purgatory is designed to kill you. And because Barnes immortal, he's constantly dying and regenerating. Every instant. That is happening. Yeah. Every cell is being destroyed and regenerated, like, basically instantaneously, constantly. And, like, the way they explain it, like, his immortality is almost like a muscle and it trains his body to be so resilient and so strong. And then when they do the most big dick move I've seen in fucking ages, when they remove Barnes' immortality, yeah. it, it's, it's like, it's, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, he's doesn't need to be immortal anymore because he's fucking ridiculous
0: yeah he's so overpowered he can take on the demon king face to face without it i did yeah i did feel a bit jaded that he had to use all of the power to really kind of bring elaine back i was like elaine's not even that fucking strong come on like i mean i
1: don't i don't i don't don't, it wasn't even originally her power I don't, I I don't want to get it. into a lane. I don't want to get into a lane. Yeah, I fucking I I mean, hate That's I my hate, point. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. It's the the biggest thing that's wrong with Seven Deadly Sins and it's <laughs> the thing that's always been wrong with it. But <laughs> we'll move on because apparently people fucking like Lolly for some reason. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. Uh, also, on a, on a lighter note, Barnes Purgatory outfit. No, oh, like chef's <laughs> kiss. I fucking love it. The like leopard print fucking short jacket yeah, crop short top thing. i so again. good. I don't know why
0: he loves that, but he does.
1: Because he looks fucking good, son. Oh, yeah. That's why he likes
0: it. <laughs> Someone enjoyed watching Gogeta in, in Dragon Ball Z, didn't they?
1: Loved Gogeta, <laughs> son. Oh GT. fuck, give me Gogeta every yeah. day. <laughs> um. Also, King. We we need to talk about King. Yes. Crazy. It's crazy that his wings didn't grow till season... Did they grow in season four? I don't think they did. No, the
0: first reveal is when he's about to uh, die, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, like, we saw we saw Gloxinia in season four... Oh, uh, well, we saw Gloxinia in season two, and we, we saw proper fairy wings, and Gloxinia even has a line um, where he says, oh, you don't even have your proper wings yet. And, and I was like, oh... <clears throat> Because we never see any other fairy with developed wings, we yeah, never do. Yeah. So we we just assumed, or we as the audience are just led to assume that that's that's what fairies yeah, look they like. Get the little wings, not the butterfly wings. Like even uh, what's the what's the fairy um, in, from season one that um, play? Oh my god, Helmet Fairy, Helmet Fairy, um, literally um,
0: hell or, so, or something begins with H. It's not helmet helbert Helgen, Harlequin,
1: Harlequin, no, Harlequin even Harlequin King. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Um, but it begins with H as well. I'm pretty sure.
1: Um. Yeah. No. It is. It is. He's oh, gone. Jesus. He, he does even play a um, part. Yeah. But yeah, like his his wings weren't developed. You know yeah, what I mean? Like no it's. One's were. Um, so when we see when we see Gloxinia and we we realize that you know fairy wings are supposed to be bigger, like it's such a great reveal. Like it, it's so. It's so enticing that thought that King is not at his potential because he, he's ridiculously powerful already. He like sp- literally he
0: becomes like uh, Escanor, Merlin, Meliodas level once he's got his full wings. It, they clearly established that like only the four of them could take on um, the highest level enemies. The like Diane oh sorry and Barn, of course, but and Barn, Diane right. would just have to like sit in that little crystal shield. That the angel created, and just don't and don't.
1: Watch. I mean, don't count Diane out that much. She did do her little dance thing to remove uh, she the, the.
0: She made the diamond fucking spire.
1: And she she <laughs> removed the the demon king from his source of lake power. Which even reading, reading it and rewatching it, I still don't fucking understand the lake. It it, it just, okay. Cool, well, it's yeah. Whatever. That, that just
0: played. that I mean, that's just to play into the whole British mythology thing. So yeah. Well, the la- what do you mean the last the last couple of episodes explain it? Like the lake is the embodiment of chaos in Britannia.
1: The lake is? Yeah, it's the chaos priest priestess. <clears throat> I thought that was oh, okay. Anyway. You missed that? <sighs> Did it? you miss that? Let's I talk about that. Potentially. Let's potentially. It okay, ex- we were gonna, explain We are gonna we should have to
0: done me. it a bit oh no, it's fifty minutes. We can we can go into that last part. Um, Ed uh, oh, oh, I- oh. King first.
1: No, let, let's let's talk about Escanor's death. I want to talk yes. about Eschano's death. How beautiful! Great. What a what a great send off. And Eschano,
0: genuinely, really
1: sad. sad. Just genuinely sad. And like the episodes, <coughs> the time we spend with Eschano before he gets his his his, his uh, sunshine power back, where he's just weak and he's with, um, who's he with? He's with, Gilthunder, Hauser, Hauser and Gil Thunder. Yep. Fighting, it's, fighting it's really great spawn. yeah and he he's just sitting there and he's he's charging in and he's like I'm seven deadly sins I protect people this is what I do power or no power and it's, it's really touching
0: his, uh, finally got over his kind of negative side of his personality because even though he knows he's the strongest he still couldn't get over it until yeah. he's like oh I'm going to die no matter what
1: yeah exactly and like when he receives his, when he receives sunshine back, and he he marches into the fray. I remember when I was reading the manga, I was like, okay, well, it's pretty clear that Eskinor is not making it through this. Like yeah. it was, it was well, it was well, kind of flagged that Eskinor wasn't gonna wasn't gonna make this. And I think, like, I always knew that members of the Seven Deadly Sins were gonna die before the story ends. I, I just knew what was gonna happen. Um, I kind of suspected barn would die just because i yes, felt like his death would mean his death would have meant the most uh to meliotis yep. I, f- I feel like that was i and thought he was, was give up life
0: for elaine which would have pissed me off
1: oh, oh i fucking would have rioted mate yeah. i fucking would have rioted but like like it um barn dying would have made sense in the fact yeah it would have affected Meliodas the most and like if it was a character like Gotha or something like that dying, I don't think it would have had impact. Like Merlin, yeah. Diane Especially or King would have had, had a
0: tried to kill himself to
1: yeah. Nail. Um... And like if Diane or King have died, it would have kind of made their whole love story mute. But I never really, never really guessed it would have been Eskinor. I, I I just didn't. Um, yeah. I I don't know why. But yeah, Cause when... yeah. Because at the end, it, it seems
0: pretty obvious. Like he, he
1: was. It does. <clears throat> it really does.
0: Yeah, like his send off episode, um, I I I didn't know how to feel watching. Like I know I definitely felt a little bit different when I was reading it, but when I was watching it, it kind of clicked that when Merlin goes in to give him the final kiss, it's not it's not because she loves him. It's just Ooh. her reward for his loyalty, yeah. his undying love and loyalty. Um, it and almost it. a way to her punish herself for being so cold
1: to him. I think they play it off as way more romantic in the anime, where in the manga, it definitely comes across as very pity-filled. Yeah, that's what
0: it was. And you, you, then then after, when the, with the whole chaos thing, you're like, oh, you know, she's a cold bitch.
1: I hate the fact that they downplayed her scar so much in the anime, because her scar in the manga oh, looks, it looks manky. They Fuck her face up. Yeah, yeah. And in the anime, it's so slight. And, pe- like, even the ca- the Seven Deadly Sins around her, when they're like, oh, it's fine. I don't mind. It looks great. I'm like, yeah, it's because <laughs> it's barely, barely a scar. <laughs> yeah, it's barely a scar. It's like, in the crying. anime, like, in the manga, it's, like, half her face is charred. It's yeah, it's yeah. really... I would have liked um, to see it
0: go a little bit, like, burn some of her scalp off.
1: Oh, yeah, go for I it. Mean, I mean, you're walking
0: into the sun. No worries. I know you're fucking an infinite witch,
1: but God. Yeah, Jesus. Um what else do I have? The we should we, do we should we talk about the Demon King. The only thing I want to talk about the Demon King is that I was tired of the fight by the end of it. I really was. Well, in a way it I wasn't with the manga pretty
0: much like the manga, but I, even in the manga it's a boring fight.
1: But in the manga I feel like you as the reader get to pick the pace and especially with with big climactic fights in manga because there's less words on page, you can move through the fight yeah, relatively quickly. It, yeah. Where, like, in the anime, it's like... Oh, it's dragging. It's, it drags so much, and it's so much of this bullshit, um, you know, this isn't even my final form thing, <laughs> where it's like he's, you know, he's uh, he takes over Zeldris, and then he takes over the Earth, and then he... Oh, fucking Jesus. and oh, It just keeps going. Um, it, yeah, it just got kind of tiring at the end of it. But the carrot on the stick that was pulling me through it is that I knew once that finished, we got to go into the Merlin stuff. And I was I was really yeah. excited about the Merlin stuff because, I don't know about you, but when I was reading the manga, that was like the cherry on top I wasn't expecting. I, mean, I thought yeah, the Demon I mean, you King would die. It. No, I, it, came, it came out of
0: nowhere. And, because, uh, and rightfully so. She was the only person that knew about it. This is why I'm surprised that you missed the whole... Lady in the lake thing, because that was the, I mean, the lady lake was the one that explained everything. Um,
1: yeah, okay, that makes more sense. So
0: that ball was in the lake.
1: Yeah, okay. And that was. And him. I really tuned out. I really tuned out during the end of that fight. I fucking did. Yeah, that. so the
0: reason why he, um Demon King, kept getting restored, was because, and that's why Excalibur was in there. Um, like the lake was magical because chaos was in there. The, the priestess of chaos, um, which is the embodiment of chaos on the planet. What fucking I thought was stupid was the boar hut being like Arthur's
1: fucking powers. Um, I, 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 I yeah, I get what you mean. Where um, Hawk's mum was always the, you know, the storage place of of, of chaos or whatever. The powers of chaos, which which is kind of shit, but. I I have liked the cuz it's been a kind of through line throughout the whole storyline that the Hawk's mum is, is more than meets the eye. There's yeah, there's something going on there. And like that reveal, although it's not great, I, I, I think I think it I think it's I think it's okay. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it still serves its purpose. The thing that I love about this last little bit of the series, the the uh, Merlin reveal and the the King Arthur reveal is King Arthur was a character I was very excited for when he first got introduced. I, 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 I really enjoyed King Arthur as a character, and yeah. when he died, I was genuinely disappointed. Yeah, I thought, I thought like the
0: character wasn't really lived at all.
1: No, he, he really didn't do that much. Especially if you can call even him like, King Arthur when he's got Excalibur, like
0: fuck off, you kill him off. Yeah, like.
1: and he like he never has his magical powers. Like he doesn't get any mag- His magical powers never uh, bloom. Uh, throughout the series that that just doesn't happen yeah um but after he died i was just kind of like okay i suppose we just move on that was just like a kind <laughs> of weird little dead dead end and but like also like the druid when he goes through the druid and he gets cat like that that was never explained what that was and that 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 went on for ages and then when it started when when it clicked to me during that last bit where i was like oh merlin's back oh Oh, this was a thread that they they, they didn't just forget. They were going to always tie this back up. I was—I yeah. was really excited, and it—it it pays off. The—the the King Arthur stuff is—is is fucking really good.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I—I ho- I hope you see a bit of it in the follow-up series
1: about the mm. heirs. Um, we'll have to. We'll—we'll we'll talk to. We'll talk about that at the end. Um, what did you think of the cat reveal? Is it cat or cath? I think it's cat. It's
0: spelled cath, but I just say yeah. cat. I always say cat, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. In the manga, I thought it was silly, to be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah. Honestly, the, the, the manga, before I realised exactly what was going on, I thought, man, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Why is it, Like, where did this little thing come from anyway? And now it's like, it knows what chaos is as well, which... That was the thing I didn't understand. It knew what chaos was. And it, yeah. it's never explained exactly what cat is. No, I. Or where cat uh, came from?
1: He was a being of chaos, wasn't he?
0: It did once it transformed, but like where where how's its origin story end up on in Britannia? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it
1: was yeah, okay. it was
0: a it was a being that was banished not to not to their realm. It was like banished to into the chaos, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Um. But, like, what what a great villain to end on. And, like, yeah. a, a, I think a more engaging villain than The Demon King turned out to be. Like, especially when uh, Kath does that um, kind of uh, puts them in, like, a, a, a time kind of prison thing and, and does, like, oh uh, man,
0: reading that and sh- watching it shows again. them
1: 10 years in the future or whatever it is. I was like, no, they
0: did not just fucking end it like that, did they? That's some bullshit. I know. And then, I
1: know, and then and, and they then the reveal down
0: the line, you are like, oh okay, no, like yeah, it's a hallucination. Then you are like, okay, think like, fuck, they didn't do that, or else they would have ruined the entire show.
1: I know, but like, like Kath is genuinely kind of kind of scary. Like the, the even the way that yeah, they super um, animate animate um, it during like that those last couple of, as this kind of chaotic cat kind of monster thing, it, it's genuinely scary to look at. Like it's. It's good,
0: yeah, yeah. And the constant, the constant tongue, tongue flicking through. Mm. I and I presume it was te- talking
1: telepathically to everyone. Um, I assume so. Yeah. I assume that about most villains when you can't see their mouth moving. Oh, so <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> well, that's like Mon Speed in in the entire manga. Mon Speed doesn't have a mouth, but then they animated in the anime. <laughs> but um, oh, no. yeah, I. I guess I actually enjoyed the entire chaos arc. It's not it's not really an arc. It's only three episodes. Um, more in That's the anime a, than the manga, for sure.
1: Same, same, definitely. And I think I think because the 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 way that they depict chaos, like the chaos realm that Arthur transports the the, the sins into and Kath into and all that stuff, is it's very hard to draw and to make something like that like stand out on yeah. a page. But when it's animated, it's so good to look at. Like it, it's so interesting and intricate and yeah. the colours are, are, are all fantastic. And even even King Arthur himself, the King of Chaos, when he's, um, you know, using uh, the, the Holy Sword and you see it kind of split down the middle and you see the, the split of good and evil yeah. and all that stuff, it, it's all just so vibrant in the animation and it's just something that didn't translate as well in the manga although I still enjoyed it in the manga the in the animation I fucking loved, loved it. it yeah yeah
0: I that uh, was probably that's like that's the most notable thing throughout the entire animated hmm. manga series where I'm like that was definitely done better was yeah the chaos uh, three episodes and I think before. it's just
1: because of I think it's just because of the content it was like it's it's an ambitious thing to try and draw uh, on, on on the page, but when it comes to animation, there's so much you can do with it, and it's so interesting interesting to look at. Um, yeah. We should probably start getting close to wrapping up, but we need to talk about the airs. We need to talk about what's next. Now, at time of recording, I haven't seen any news about the the next the next series. Um, but what we do know is that it will be uh, Lancelot, which will be the daughter, uh, the son of Barn and Elaine, the daughter of King and Diane. They have a daughter, don't they?
0: This, as a far daughter. as I know, I'm not sure. the only one that I know is gender assigned is Meliodas' son. But I haven't looked into anything for a while. Yeah, okay. Um,
1: but yeah, so Meliodas' son, who, what did the fuck did they name him again?
0: I am not sure. Fuck, I but he is going to be fucking overpowered. He's a, he's, what did you he, think of his design? It had to. It had to look how it looked. It literally looks like they just got the two characters and they got they got like the kind of you know those like see through uh, old cartoon panels. Yeah. That they used to film on, and then they just like put them over the top of each other, and they're like, it's perfect. Because mm. <laughs> that's all it is. It's literally an overlay of both characters. It li- quite literally, has both their hair. One eye each, and um, I honestly I thought I thought the um, the voice actor must have been one of either um, Elizabeth's or Meliodas's.
1: Yeah, so uh, Tristan. Tristan's the the name of Meliodas's and Elizabeth's child. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. And, like, I think the hair is the the most off-putting aspect of it, the long kind of silvery anime, very anime hair. Yeah. Um. And I think that'll be gone. I think it'll be a short hair in, it in the... I mean, they, it'll have to be.
0: The title, I don't know if there's been work on it, but at the end of the manga, the title was rumoured to be The Four Horsemen or... Yeah. Yeah, or, like, The Horsemen of the Apocalypse or something like that.
1: Wasn't it the Four Horsemen of the Round Table or something like that? I thought it
0: was of the Apocalypse, but it could be of the Round maybe, Table. Maybe, yeah. I presume, maybe.
1: I presume they, the King, will be Arthur. So yeah, the, if we're doing the Four Horsemen, it will be what: Tristan, Lancelot, King and Bar, uh, King and Diane's child, and a just a next Marilyn gen like a new there, gen. Yeah, okay, Merlin and Arthur, or Arthur himself, the King of Chaos himself.
0: Maybe
1: Arthur, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but genuinely excited for that, and I think it's I think it's interesting because the world is the world building that goes on in Seven Deadly Sins is is quite is quite good, and we see the the start of every episode starts off with um, in a time before the human and non-human worlds were forever divided. This takes place so is this the is the next series going to be the human and non human world dividing is this the thing is this what the that series is gonna be is the 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 next series that'll be about you know with all these heirs is this gonna be the uh the dividing of the human and the non human race like is this what we're aiming for is this gonna be what happens
0: it's good like it's good to speculate that because it Yeah, actually, I've never ever thought about that. Every single episode has always started like that, so that obviously would have to be the end game. And if you think about it, like, he's the king of chaos now, because he's the king of all men, maybe. Yeah. Um, And then he's just going to create his own world, or he's going to send them off into their own world. You know what I mean? He has that power now. He literally has that power. Yeah, literally, yeah. So, I presume at the start of the next season, series, he's going to have full control, and he... He doesn't have any control of his. They say it. He's literally talking to Merlin after, after Cat comes back the first, the second time, and he swallows Cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it's like, oh yeah, like you will learn your power basically, like we'll unlock your full potential. Because mm. once he does, he 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 becomes a god of human. He becomes a human god. Mm. They so don't what do you god. think?
1: Do you think the next series will have many legacy characters from Seven Deadly Sins? Will we still get uh, an Elizabeth, a Meliodas, a a King, a Diana, Barn? Will we still see these characters, or will they will they put them back? Like, will it be done? Because I feel like the story will always be, the audience will always be waiting for the original Seven Deadly Sins to come save the day. I feel like they need to, they have to if there. they want to move forward. They have to get rid of him. You know well, they, what I mean.
0: They have to be mentor characters, though, to the children, because that's who they are, right?
1: Yeah, but I, I dare say we're not going to take uh, pick up with the with the characters still being children. I'm I'm assuming well, we, we'll might, pick we might we might get to they're see they're them in
0: flashback arcs and stuff like that, and story yeah. story development, uh, character development. Um, oh, you could like question. Did they ever get rid of Elizabeth's Elizabeth's curse? Because yes. like, they did twice and then all I remember after like failing is then getting rid of the Ten Commandments. Wasn't Merlin the one who put the curse
1: back on the second time?
0: Well she didn't put the curse on, she just restored the curse.
1: Yeah, restored it. Yeah. So yeah, I assume Merlin unrestored it, didn't she? Didn't It'd be fucking don't I don't know Wild I don't if she did. It would be wild if she didn't.
0: I, yeah, I don't honestly. I'd, after watching again, I'm like, I actually have no memory of whether they properly got rid of it because they got he got rid of his eternal life. Um, but that just means he's getting like he gets resurrected as well, basically. Mm. But he's a demon. He's a demon king. He's not going to die within the next fucking hundred thousand years. You know what I mean?
1: Same same with King and Diane. They're not going to die anytime soon. The only person fucking... that's going to die
0: is Barnes. Will he though?
1: His body survived purgatory, but he's not immortal anymore. Age will fucking... I, work. I guarantee that he will live as long as everyone else because there'll be something written about, um, the way his cells survived purgatory that they've regenerate and like That's, that was all from his immortality. Apparently, no. I guarantee. I gu- if I they reckon. if they if they make barn the only character that dies from old age, that would be in insane. it's the only one that plays into his character arc though oh and diane obviously giants don't live forever um giants no giants live just as long as every, remember how old like king is and diane is and how long it takes for them to for them to they still age very slowly yeah but
0: fairies last way longer don't they
1: i think so i think so but i think it's like like ten thousand years to like twenty thousand years, you know what I mean? Like it's still <laughs> um, it's still a fuck ton of time.
0: I I I'd put my money off if anyone's dying, it's Barn. But at mm. the same time, I think on his deathbed, it would make a much better story if Elaine gave back the power and sacrificed herself because no one wants fucking Elaine
1: um, for Barn. That would that would make me a happy boy. I think, and I think a really good thing for the for the sequel series to do. I uh, I think this might be something they, they 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 at least considered would be to remove the seven deadly sins um altogether by having them be the victims of chaos or whatever whatever the next big villain's going to be removing them and trapping them or something like that and making the goal of the series to. Get back the seven deadly sins, even if they're like Jerry sure. Arach and old. I mean, what an inciting incident! And it clears the board. It plays into, means into your
0: th- theory as well that if he's going to separate the two worlds, none of them are fucking human anymore. You can't consider Barn exactly. a human, can you? I mean, you clearly do because you think he's going to die from old age, which <laughs> I think is <laughs> crazy. Does, he will, but uh, none of them are human. Other yeah, other than Barn, technically human. Um, Merlin's a human, but Arthur's not going to do anything to her.
1: Merlin's um, barely a human. Merlin's isn't Merlin the daughter of the Demon King and the uh, no, goddess? She's the, no,
0: she's the daughter of um, a human mage because they lived through like way. Uh, that's right. Back in yeah, the first Holy right. War, they lived in the um, Wizard City. She was blessed by the um, Supreme, Demon King and the Supreme Goddess Clan. Goddess. Yeah. So. It would make sense if Barn died because then there's no more humans for Arthur to care about, and then he can cast yeah. he can cast the seven deadly sins away. And because all the children, who are probably working under Arthur, like that's their parents, maybe he betrays the children in a way, and then mm. they branch off and they're like, oh no, he's turned into like a the whole like start of the Holy Nights thing where they're all misusing their power, maybe. I mean, are we gonna write man, this? Man,
1: should we write this? Whatever it's gonna be, <laughs> I'm I'm just excited. I really am. I, I really am just genuinely excited for yes, this. Yes, I don't see it
0: coming anytime soon, but I've uh, since the end of the manga, I've been stinging for it.
1: Yeah, it, it, the same, man. Um, we should probably pull up stumps there because we've been going for a while. Um, I think all in all, Seven Deadly Sins as a whole, as a whole series, is is getting it. Um, it has its highs and lows throughout, but uh, for me, it's 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 one of those great series where I I fell in love with it when I when I first watched it. I, yeah. I burned through the manga, and it's also one of those series that I've had a lot of fun talking about with 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 you and with with Jason and with other dorks. Like, it's such a good anime to talk about because there's so much fucking meat on the bone. There's so much either controversy or. Or story beats, or or power power levels, and oh, oh, so and, much things that you can talk about. The power of
0: friendship.
1: Oh. The power of friendship. brother. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not gonna it's put words in your mouth. But...
0: Season one, uh, like God tier. Season five, God tier. In the middle, yeah, a little bit dippy, a little bit up and down. Yeah, but at but least I mean, just... it started fucking incredible and finished really fucking strong.
1: I mean, yeah, just think about – just think about it. I remember uh, – and I think we spoke about this on the first episode we did about Seven Deadly Sins. I remember sitting down on my lounge with you, hung over as a fucking asshole, watching the first episode <laughs> of Seven Deadly Sins. That Elizabeth walking into the boar hat inn, uh, Meliodas being there, the wanted posters on the wall of the Seven Deadly Sins as this, like, just juicy little morsel of, of what's to come – uh, and the the episode capping off with Meliodas's full counter, the the yeah, dragon oh, sword, so the epic. and then the 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 collection of all the of all the sins throughout the way, and then like oh we didn't even talk this season we finally get the last sacred treasure reveal the last sacred treasure Barn sacred treasure finally yep. gets fucking revealed in and this. she had it the whole
0: time bitch of course she had Merlin it the whole time the whole oh time. fucking
1: course cool she had it the whole oh time. when he but, when he
0: when he goes to slay all the Indra how. Honestly, it's a little bit cringe that he goes. What
1: the? Oh, it's the only <laughs> it's so other cringed. time it's been I've I've cringed at something like that was um. There's a very similar moment in the Baki series where Kyo Ren is um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's during. Do you know this, the the scene I'm talking about? But yeah, he, but
0: he is Chinese, so <laughs> he is Chinese, so
1: it, you you do get away with it. But it's also like it's. Especially in the English voice, in the English voice uh, over, uh, English voice, it's, it's fucking, it's real cringe. But yeah, we finally get Barnes, Holy Staff, uh, Chore House, Chore House, Chore House. Um, it doesn't play into much of the story at all. Not
0: at
1: all. Um, not like a, not like I don't sure. even, yeah, but I mean, yeah, they kind of made Barn too powerful at that point to give him a really powerful sacred tragedy, you know what I mean? Yeah, his magical
0: ability is already so fucking strong.
1: Oh, it's bullshit. It's ridiculous. Um, man, I, I don't really have much left to to say. Do you do we do we pull up stumps here, brother?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been a fun episode, man. Very fun episode. Yeah,
1: let's fucking do it, man. As always, make sure you're on the socials, getting involved with everything. You uh, Follow us at Lords of Dorktown on Instagram. If you want to get in touch with us at the pod, just email us at LordsofDorktown at gmail.com. Leave us a review on whatever you're listening to. It helps get the podcast out there. Make sure you check out all the, the collaborations we've been doing. Check out Loser Cartoon Podcast. I love those guys. Check out Weeology Boys. They're fucking sick. We're hopefully getting them back soon. And yeah, man. Fucking, you want to sign us off, j As always, pleasure, Philip. Thanks for having me in the chair. And all the fans out there you